Hello. Thank you for selecting my podcast today. My talk today is about the time I spent a day on top of a full web press. When I owned an R&D and manufacturing company, I was asked to build a tension control for chill rolls. Here's some background. A web press uses large rolls of blank paper, each weighing perhaps as much as a ton. As the paper is unspooled, it travels across many rollers. These rollers are cylinders of either of steel or synthetic rubber, and they are as wide as the printing press and are used to keep, keep the paper accurately tracking through the entire printing process, which includes printing, drying, chilling, sheeting. These are really big machines. They're very wide and they run at very high speed. The fundamental challenge for a high-speed web press is to take low moisture paper, lightly stretch it as it comes off of the roll, and guide it through a series of individual printing press. Each press applies a single color and the ink causes the paper to deform slightly. Too much tension or too little and you end up with an expensive mess. One of the challenges is that the paper itself does not belong to the printing company. The customer supplies the exact amount of paper. If too much paper is wasted, then the printing company is in bad shape. Most web presses are four-color presses. The four colors are cyan, magenta, yellow, and black, commonly known as CMYK. You may have come across this when you were working with color palettes on your computer. One color is used for each printing press. This approach enables the web press to print full color images. The press I'm talking about today printed Reader's Digest, Sports Illustrated, and other full color magazines. Some web presses have additional inline presses to do such things as making the paper glossy by applying a coating. As the paper passes through each press, the paper gains moisture and chemicals, which makes the paper slightly deform. Air turbulence is also a problem since the press runs at approximately 400 to 500 feet per minute, which is about 50,000 8.5 by 11 sheets per hour. So it's really cranky. When the paper passes through the last press, it goes into a dryer unit. The dryer looks and works a lot like a pizza oven. The dryer dries the ink and evaporates the moisture. However, the ink still isn't stable and is easily smeared. So when the paper leaves the dryer, it goes through a set of chill rolls. And this is where I come in. Chill rolls are large cylinders with water pumped through them to keep them cold. 
The intent is to remove as much elasticity from the paper as possible and permanently set the ink. The paper is usually fed to a circular sheeter, which is a rotating cylinder with metal shears sticking from it. There are different designs for sheeters. Some use a guillotine approach, which requires the metal shears to be set at an angle since the paper is moving as it is cut. The guillotine is, approach is handy because it causes less bounce or jerkiness when the paper is cut. It's mesmerizing to watch the rotating sheeter cut the wide paper and carefully land it on a stacker. The tension of the paper between the chill roll and the sheeter is critical to producing sheets that are cut on the trim line and will be cut so the sheets can be gathered together in the bindery area to form a complete magazine. That tension is difficult to maintain because the paper constantly varies in weight depending upon how much ink it has, and elasticity, depending upon how much moisture has been retained in the paper, and skew because different tensions on the paper from one edge to the other. And then, of course, there's always the challenge of the paper being affected by the air gap that appears between rolls. The traditional way to control chill rolls was based on analog signals. The approach was to install a roller from one side of the press to the other side. The roller was fitted with tension sensors attached to each end of the roll. When sensors would send a, an analog signal to an analog-to-digital converter, then a PID, Proportional Integral and Derivative Controller, directly controlled the chill roll motor. This approach seemed reasonable, but tension gauges are affected by temperature and constant stress and analog signals vary low voltage signals and the temperature variations affect their accuracy and of course they're close to the dryer so temperatures are constantly changing which have an effect on the accuracy of the tension signal that gets sent to the PID controller. The momentum of large chill rolls filled with water causes a lag time between when the speed control receives a correction signal and when the chill roll slows or speeds up. These tension adjustments were always small so the tension sensors operated within a control range that was very tiny compared to the full range for the tension sensor. And that makes a difference. If you're not operating over most of the range of a sensor, then you're going to end up with inaccuracies, highly unstable signals. Because of these problems, 
I took a very different approach. The way I solved this problem was to install a harmonic gearbox on the chill roll motor. So there was the harmonic box between the motor itself and the chill roll. Instead of using tension sensors, I installed optical rotary encoders on the chill rolls and pincher rolls. I calibrated the chill rolls rotation angle to the pincher rolls rotation angle when the paper was at zero tension, not sagging or not tight. Then, when the web press ran, my single board computer read both encoders, calculated the angular difference, which was due to too much or too little tension. That differential signal uh, controlled a stepper motor connected to the control shaft of the harmonic gearbox thereby adjusting the angular ratio between the chill roll and the pincher roll to achieve zero tension. Greater or lesser tension could be dialed in. The solution worked like a dream. The encoders didn't suffer from low voltage signals or the need for regularly being calibrated. The voltage regulations due to temperature changes didn't affect the encoders since the encoders were digital. Also, the chill roll didn't suffer from overshoot or lag in speed adjustments. The speed inaccuracy was eliminated because the harmonic gearbox adjusted the gear ratio while isolating the strength of the electric motor from the inertia of the chill roll. The downside was that chill roll control was installed at the highest point on the web press and perpendicular to the dryer. So while I was perched on the small platform, it felt like being inside of the pizza oven. During the chill roll control installation, I spent about 12 hours up there baking like a thick crust Chicago-style pizza. Due to the continuous uh, contortions that I had to put my body through to gain access to the electrical enclosure that the installers put in without regard to ease of access. When I was finished, I couldn't walk down this ladder. I was in such a, a state of contortion. It took about 10 minutes to move my body correctly, but it was sweet when it was all together. By the way, I only did the electronics and programming. A separate company did all of the mechanical engineering. They also built and installed the sheeter. The system worked so well that a business sprung up replacing the original equipment manufactured by Harris Press and installing our chill roll controls across the country. It was a fun project and injected some needed funds into my company. Anyway, thanks for listening. Bye.